welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this evening's episode, I'm going to talk about one of the baddest bands from New Orleans. Now, you know, you talk about New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans is one of the greatest meccas of music. Now, there are places where you can say funk's got this foundation, where rock's got this foundation, where country's got this foundation, where hip-hop's got this foundation, where gospel tends to have a foundation, this or that. But if I had to pick one city or state that beat you with the gumbo of music, pun intended, of everything, and it just got so many, so much greatness that just absorbs from it, it's got to be the New Orleans, got to be Louisiana sound, because so much talent has emerged over the years, and when you think about it, you know, you think about so many of the acts, some of the greatest acts ever, some family acts, you know, uh, Family acts are really big, and when you think about Louisiana, you know, um, and maybe in my future ones, episodes, I might do the Marcellus' family, because incredible, incredible, you know, success stories there, incredible. You know, if you wanted to talk about uh, No Limit Ruckus with the Millers, you know, for Master P, that whole thing, they had some, you know, success in there. But, um... One of the most successful family members, the, the the family acts that come out in Louisiana sound, is the Meters and it's those Neville brothers. And you talk about one of the funkiest bands, one of the coldest stop on the beat drum and bass groove bands you're gonna ever hear. I mean, their stuff has been sampled in loop, and there's a lot of stuff to get into. And I'm going to start with some of the songs that I definitely dug off the hits albums. One of the cuts that I uh, dug a whole lot was Fire on the Bayou. And I like the explosion of the guitars. I like the fusion of it. I really dug the groove of it. One thing about when you hear the meters, they remind you of a couple of things here and there of other places and bands. But yet, it had a very distinctive tone and feel that just separates them. They really... You know, once you get past a certain maybe familiarity, it kind of takes a life of its own. And that's one of the things, like, when you hear this groove and stuff, you're like, whoa, that that's pretty tight. You know, that doesn't quite sound like what you would think. So it goes into its own world, and that's one of the best things I can say about them. They definitely have their own, you know, their spin on things and how you get into it. So that was definitely the tight. Uh, I dug, like, some of the instrumental tracks. One of them was Sophisticated Sissy. This, this track... Uh, was a banger. You know, you sit there and you listen to uh, how they get their groove, how they build up on the groove. You're just sitting in there like, man, this is just really tight. I like how they did that. And they just really had a very distinctive presentation about, you know, the groove is just so cold. They're drumming, the bass, the organ. I mean, you just see the guitar parts. You just hear it and it's just like really cold. And it works. You know, they had a real... And then when they feel another part, you you understand. But, you know, when you can make a distinctive instrumental track, which was the norm back in the day, and make that thing pop, you know, that's really saying a lot. And they definitely, definitely had some tight cuts like that. So that was tight. 
One other cuss that I dug was uh, Trick Bag. And it had this rollicking piano thing. Like, it's almost like, uh, you know, Fats Domino style. Fats Domino had modernized this thing. That might have been like something. And again, he was from Louisiana, from that area. You know, when you hear the musical ingredients that they use, you you can't help but nod to it. It, it just really showcases the greatness of their skill set. And that was a tight cut. I really dug how that one grooved. I like, uh, you know, that was just really, um, I just like the feeling of that. They, you know, they really had, a, you know, was really tight. Uh, that was a real balanced cut. Uh, you know, like I said, when you emphasize the production and you come to the arrangements and the grooves, they just they just had those parts that just they just clicked. They happened to connect as one, and that was another tight one. So that was what's happening. Next cut I dug was a uh, hey hey uh, pocket way hey pocket way, and I know I don't say it right, but one thing about this cut, it had like a slide stone slide from stone type of groove to it, and yet. Again, what they did with their musicality is that they kind of ran into a different direction. And one of the things that I noticed that a lot about with their music is that they were able to channel into certain areas and then just kind of like take it to another area. And that's, again, that's what music, that's what talent does. That's the the ability to, you know, come out with something and yet give it another life. So they, they really understood that. And that... Again, it's a testament to what they do musically. It's a real testament to what they do, and I really dug that cut uh, a lot. Uh, that one was bumping. Uh, the next cut that I dug a whole lot was just uh, just Kiss My Baby. It was real funky. You know, one thing about them is that they didn't hold back. They kind of went straight into the groove, but it was a clean... If a sound can be clean but yet raw, it would describe the meters because it's got a gut bucket throw everything at you with the trademark sounds but yet it's real clear you know it's like you're you know you you can hear every part into it and it has just a distinctive quality about it you know again they don't sound like any other group they got their you know they definitely got their thing going and you can definitely you know feel where they're coming from musically it's a it's a um you know it just really connects and that's the thing about their music you know you just when you hear it, you're like, yeah, it's a real syncopation, the groove, the feeling, the tone. You know, just definitely liking where it's going. And I think that that is a, a testament to what they do. You know, it's really, really is a real testament to what they do. Um, the next cut I dug was Jungle Man. And this one had, like, you think of tribal. Um, and it didn't. It didn't go right or nothing, but it did like it leaned to something. You know, you're kind of like sitting there thinking like, okay, this one really has a, you know, has a real distinctive feeling about it. You know, it could go there. It might or may not, you know, and I like, I like the way they built on the music, um, you know, just kind of like, kind of lean you towards something like that, the possibilities and that's one of the things they could do so well musically. So I really dug that one a lot. Because that was a real tight cut. You know. Uh, the next cut that I dug a whole lot is. They all ask for you. This was like country meets Zydeco. Now so. For all those who are not familiar with Zydeco music. 
check out, I recommend Clifton Chenier and a guy named Buckwheat. Uh, there's some Zydeco music. It's very distinctive in them neck of the woods between Louisiana and Texas. The Zydeco music is a real rhythmic proving in music. Then when you incorporate the aspects of country, you know, that's kind of like the, how the song went. It's, it was a real, real interesting mixture how it kind of like connected and then and it worked. You know, it was right. I like the way the, the lyrics were. It cracked me up. But the song works, though. It definitely works. It's one of them songs where you're sitting there like, okay, okay, I kind of following along. You know, again, when you hear the music, very versatile band. Um, and and the thing is that you can hear hybrids of different things musically. And you could, you could so easily, you know, when people say you can come sample people's music, could you imagine like the open lot just to sample this ruckus? Because this, this is the kind of greatest hits album that you could sit there and if you were scratching the DJ, and I mean, you just sit on those beats and just lose your mind. That's how tight it is. It's just really rhythmic and it's just really on point. I really dug it. Uh, the last song, which is their classic, is Sissy Strut. This is one of the coldest grooves you're going to hear. The the way it opens, the way it kind of just, it has a strut about it. It has a coldness about it, which makes it so whole. It's just really one of them songs where you're like, man, that song. And that song has been sampled and looped. It is, it's a cold piece of music. And they had so many that were like that. That's what make the music such a, a very distinctive band. And if you uh, get a chance, you know, check them out. So for real. So wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. And please tell me your favorite meters, uh, live songs, videos, performance songs, or albums. Just because a song or album is older doesn't mean you can't hear something new in it. Because the meters got some grooves for you. They are definitely one of the tightest bands that you'll ever hear. So keep it funky. Keep it on the one. Uh, be safe out there. Be careful out there. And uh, give the meters a shout out. You know, listen to some of that. Because I'm going to tell you something. They're one of the baddest musical acts to come out on the Louisiana scene. Period. So till next time. Peace and the best. I'm out.